Welcome back to Stiletto Heels. I'm Grandmaster Shoshona, and it's another beautiful day. When we allow our subconscious to take a break and we let go, we integrate the learning of letting go. So many times uh, people look at me like a clutter guru because we're all about letting go. But the most important fundamental is so many times people just don't let go of what's in their head. They don't unclutter. So it's very, very important to make time to let go of the clutter in your mind. And that to me is a respite. It's a time for enrichment of the heart, of the soul. And it's about resting your soul. Now, oftentimes, which in the last podcast, I spoke about our soul. Our soul might become restless, neglected, and maybe even undernourished. Yes, even though you're having the cookies and tea, yes, it needs nurturing. Restoration, notice that word. And it's not restoration hardware, it's restoration for you. On our soul level, it's the most powerful type of medicine that's needed because it's rest. Resting our soul is about grounding us and returning us to our foundation. It's that solid feeling of having clear values, clear intentions, and clear principles. And it'll help us feel appreciated each day. The more we practice gratitude and acceptance, we gain insight into how fragile each moment of our life becomes. Now, think about how important it is if you turn off all activity after 5.30 in the evening. And if you're really concerned that leaving your phone in the kitchen in the evening, does that scare you? Now, I made it a habit to put my phone into the bathroom. I turn it off. And I really want to create zero activity of the mind. Now, is that scary for you? And what's scary about zero activity? Now, let's think back to this. Now, would you feel your life would be more fulfilled if you learn to rest more? And what's your intention for that? And what would be gained if you went to bed earlier or took a nap during the weekend? Or if you're at home and your children are at school, if you took a time out and took a little wee nap, or you canceled an appointment. Now, I bet a lot of this might make you feel a little bit better. But when you're learning to rest, what kind of rest feels the best to you? And what makes you feel better or healed? Now, some people, uh, and that was the goal of my bracelets, were to rest the mind that I have the rondelles and it would mark what your intentions are. I was so clever. Now, you have to learn 
how to smile, how to rest, and take a time out. And I think if you're inspired by this, it will help you to take a time out and enjoy the day after. So we integrate the learning of letting go with letting rest for ourselves. Thinking about resting of the mind, resting of the soul, and now resting of the body. Now, resting of the body is so important. It's how energy flows through us. It's the wind and water, the blood flow in our body. When we feel more alive and we feel ready to take on the world. Now, sometimes we feel we need more rest. And uh, sometimes we just don't have enough time to heal or to restore. And age is a gentle reminder of what's coming on ahead. So when we start challenging uh, our physical bodies, we start to learn about balance. And then we start to learn about honoring our body. Uh, we're coming to New Year's soon. And it's certainly, it's important. When I was living in Hong Kong during the Chinese New Year, I started seeing uh, the forms of a lobster placed on a door for the New Year. And, you know, it was a real lobster imitation. Uh, and I asked what that was all about. And they said, wishing to live a long, fruitful life. And the lobster lives a long life and the shell gets gnarled and so on. So it's symbolic. And a lot of times when our bodies are hurt or we break a bone, Sometimes we're not as good as new, and sometimes we become even better because we become aware how we need to exercise our bodies and what the body needs. But on all accounts, when we rest, we heal, and we're able to go on. And as you know, I was a dancer, and yes, I learned Pilates. And one of the first things that Roman taught me was when injured, we rest. We don't push it because when we push it, we make it harder to restore. And then guess what? We don't restore our bodies well. We just don't. So if we have an injury, it's a time of tenderness to our body. It's like treating a baby. It's time to say it's going to be okay. We take a rest. We honor it. We allow the body to rest and we allow it to fall into place. And sometimes we can read, play music, do different things that, guess what, will nurture the soul. Now, our rest of body will carry our spirit and even our brain. To rest the body Oftentimes we think of sleep, but if we're injured, we don't need to sleep. We just need to rest. And we might be going to bed earlier or taking that afternoon nap or taking a moment to just close your eyes 
and rest your body. So I'd like you to take this moment now and close your eyes. And let's take a moment to rest that body. And resting is even having a still moment. Now notice the teacup metaphor. When we start with the teaspoon, it creates waves, it's stimulus. And we're not drinking it, are we, when it's making waves? We wait for it to rest. That's a visual metaphor that my master gave me that I'm passing on to you. So let's take that moment of rest. Let's take that mind break, declutter our brains, rest our bodies, rest our mind, rest our soul. Ah, it feels so good. Now getting back to myself and my workshops, my one-to-one with my clients, Uh, One of the first things that I noticed is so important is self-care. It is the foundation for wellness and it is the foundation for glamour. I think it's so important to prioritize your physical, your mental, and your emotional well-being. And recognizing that a healthy body is a healthy mind is radiating true glamour. That is true glamour. So the journey of your mind-body, what I might call framework, should begin with a warm welcome to yourself. Your name is on the door of your home. And you're now learning how to create a space that will put yourself at ease. You might turn on soft music when you return home. And you might even put some aroma essential oils in the air to create a more relaxing atmosphere. Now, most of you don't know, but now I do have a new puppy. His name is Shushu. And Shushu, I put his little crate near my bedroom. And when I turned on the TV and such, needless to say, he wasn't happy. And he would be crying for an hour, time out for two hours, then crying again, so on and so forth. So I made a spa environment in my office for those shoo-shoo. I even have aromatherapy going there, a little candle going. Uh, electric, of course. I play music as I dim the light to leave him for the night. And he sleeps blissfully. So it's no different. Although I am training Shushu, I am training you to create a space that will put yourself at ease. And soft, soothing music is certainly one part of it. Now, the next part is a guided meditation. This is so important. As you know, that was the reason I created jewelry. I started with custom bracelets commissioned by my clients. Each client had different needs and listening to them, I started creating these beautiful amulets for them to wear. 
So it helped guide their meditation practice. And oftentimes I mentioned to my client, they need space to find space somewhere in their home that becomes a meditation area where they are able to relax and close their eyes. And I created door guardians. So that way the little ones and the husband or the wife won't be coming in to their space and announces privacy, please. And it will help you create a quiet mind to find what? Inner peace. That is so important. Inner peace is the medicine one needs to go through life. And if you have inner peace, that is so glamorous. That is what Stiletto Heels is all about. Radiating your goodness, your quietness, yourself. It's the mind-body connection. So next, my clients, as I started opening up their energy channels in their home and putting the right, well, the right elements in the right areas and the right colors, so on and so forth. But more important was the transition to the body. You heard me. See, I learned feng shui and tai chi. Just like meditation is tai chi to the body. I learned through my master, feng shui is all about the body how the body resides in the physical space. And it is so important. The space is important, but it's more important for you. You're the one that's going out the door. So as a skilled grand feng shui master, I came up with techniques to address both the physical and the emotional concerns you may have. So... I also coordinated with my clients, massage therapists, to relieve tension and knots, but also how to restore their energy in certain places. Certain clients had to learn to unclutter their mind, <laughs> yes, and uh, needed the channels opened up. Each, it comes on the five organ theory. Each organ in your body is connected to an emotion. So besides being therapeutic to your home, more important, that therapy needs to translate to your body through the therapist doing the massage. And oftentimes, if there's blockage in the home, which I discovered, the same blockage would be noted in the hip, in the breast, in the neck, in the back. PowerPoints for us to tell stories about. It is a mind-body connection that aligned with the therapist for massage. Hi, it's Grandmaster Shoshona from Stiletto Heels, and I'm with Emily. Emily what? <laughs> Emily with Kessler Plastic Surgery. Okay, Emily. So where's your G spot, your glamour spot in your home? Well, I'd have to say it's in uh, the bedroom. And, uh, how's your bedroom? Plain, but 
non-relaxing? It's relaxing. It's clean. It's plain, just not decorated. (laughs) So your G spot would be? My bedroom. Right. (laughs) Thank you. Now, so many times we focus on breath. Breath is so important. It moves the energy just like the wind. The wind is energy. And it's important to get the blood flow in the body going, hence wind and water. So it's important to be present in the moment and to let go of any thoughts and worries. And by that, it's the healing power of touch. And that will let go of all negative energy. So that is something that needs to be experienced. And afterwards, I take my clients, and at that time, I was bi-coastal, and so much easier in California. But in New York, afterwards, I would take them downstairs, and we would walk around, even on the city streets, and trying to engage the senses and to help promote mindfulness to them. Now, sometimes they weren't greeted by this sense of a garden. They might have been sense of the garbage pail. But we would walk the streets and we would see the colors or see the signs. And I would ask them about the honking of the taxi cab or the scent. How did it affect their body? Because the more conscious they became of what brought them negativity within their body, the more that they could become aware how to help themselves find that inner peace. That makes sense, doesn't it? And then afterwards, we go into a little cafe and we would be greeted by an herbal tea. And oftentimes these teas were grown in many different places and uh, they were healing. And I encourage them to take their time sipping their tea and reflecting on the moment and the joy of what they were enjoying. So I think my workshops really help them tell a story about their life, about their home, and how they needed to rest their mind, body, soul. Also, we go back to Andy Warhol, and it's so important because the tale of, end of it is art, the art of wellness. And Andy, of course, had art, the pop art nailed. He was so great. But I wish to take the art into wellness. And just like Tai Chi continues to inspire generations, reminding us of the endless possibilities. I want to take pop art to greet ourselves in unexpected ways and to influence us from inspiration from the world around us. It is so very important. It is the ultimate wellness experience. And my unique and relevant concepts are part of the wellness journey. So now we're going to have a moment 
to immerse ourselves into cradle the navel meditation. And it will give you a personalized experience how to create that sensory force with expansion. It's what I call physical therapy for on and off the mat. Now, sometimes on my social media, you'll see me hailing a cab. And that's how this all began. Now, I don't know whether I had told you, perhaps I did. The beginning of my bracelets were due to a girlfriend of mine when I was dancing. And we take the trains home and she would be doing her rosary beads on the train. Years later, when I met Andy and we were speaking about the church and so on and so forth, it was an awful inspiration. It was a meditation moment. And I thought how delightful it would be. It's not about the beads. It's about the rondelles. It's about the path. So it's about the journey that's so important. So it's not about getting there, as I say to my clients. It's about enjoying the passage to there. So it's not about the bracelets, beads, as they put it. I call them stones, pathway stones. It's kind of like a little bit of Japanese stepping stones, stepping stones to learn. And each stepping stone will take you to sensory moment, a rondelle. And that rondelle gives you the intention. And then there are the soft sculptures. The soft sculpture is you, the goddess that lives within the soul. All of it is an artistic journey for me to deliver the soul, the rest, the unburdening of everyday life, to see the inner you. It is so very important. Each one of you, God is glamour. So we don't need expansion with physical therapy or mental therapy. It's just important for you to create an ultimate experience that is truly unique, one of a kind, because there's only one of you. And that's why my bracelets are one of a kind as well. So it's a philosophy to, for you to connect to soul. That is my journey that I'm passing on to you. Now, it's so important to restore, to unwind, to enrich your self-esteem, to enrich longevity, and to banish all the negativity in life, and to seek each day with passion and joy to live glamour, and to live wealth. So since we're talking about the mind, the body, and the soul, as a grand feng shui master, I just wanted you to notice different things that might be unconsciously, in, well, unconsciously influencing you in your environment. Just like my master said, it's not about the environment. It's about you, your body. Notice the words. It's about your body. Your home influences you. No different than what we just did the experiment. That if you go outside, notice the jarring sounds, the scents. It affects your body. So to all feng shui people, it's not about just feng shui. 
about the home. It's about how it's affecting you, how you wake up in the morning, how you go to sleep at night, what are your intentions, and how your home must support the soul. It's a soul journey. So now I have a little cheat sheet for you. So when you wake up and your alarm clock sounds, does it jar your energy? You might want to invest in a different type of wake-up call. Now notice in the bathroom what your mirror is reflecting, and it should be positive vibes. Take a notice of what the views are. Are you looking out and looking at something dingy or art that mm, doesn't make you feel so good? So you might want to change what the mirror is reflecting. Now, lights in your home are so important. And we have LEDs and all this and the blue lights. No. So it's so important to light up but incandescent fluorescent. Please, incandescent. Make sure in your work area, it is soft lighting, not blue light. It's so bad for you. Also, you might want to put lights or pin spots to highlight your sculpture, your art, or your flowers. And make sure when you first come into your home, the entrance is well lit. So once again, we need to move the energy. So when you walk in, you might want to add a mirror there to the entrance wall. So if you're having trouble to express yourself, move the energy, put a mirror there. Now, so many people have arguments in their home. And um, a lot of times they call me (laughs) a marriage therapist. Because it's so interesting to me. Notice if you're having an argument with your spouse, is it in the same space? Do you do it always in the kitchen or in the living room? So on and so forth. One couple, it was always in the den and there was a roaring fireplace there, so on and so forth. So it always triggered negativity. So I'd say, let's get more plants in that space and boost it up. You know it. In the kitchen of the island, add some fruit. You want it to be a fruitful experience. And notice we're all in cars and traveling around. So avoid a red vehicle. Choose a different color because red really will cause more speeding, so on and so forth, and uh, it's um, easier go black, green, blue. Mm, Be creative. So I'm trying to think if your entrance opens to a blank wall, so you might want to put some art there to get rid of your brick wall syndrome. So if your door is too small, it might diminish health and wellness. So let's say this is a very important one. If you have leaky faucets or burnt out bulb, you know, take care of the leaky faucets, 
leaky income and burnt out bulb? Are you burnt out? Uh, you know, clean out your air ducts, oxygen. Uh, these elements block the energy flow. So just a little bit of feng shui, how it affects your body. Do you see that? Yeah, it does. See, everybody's seeing feng shui separate. No, feng shui is how it's affecting you. My master used to say, you go into war, you're not wearing a negligee, are you? So get yourself armed. Well, it's time for us to take a moment, my favorite time. And uh, I'll do the Sephardic prayer first. Ate, makuz, vegavora, vegadula, leolam, amen. I hereby banish from your space, my space, all energy, not of the light. I call upon Uriel, Raphael, Gabriel to be with us today. I call upon all gods and spirits to be with us, spreading light and love to the planet. Okay, so now I think the most important thing that I want to bring forward on today's podcast is a tad of gratitude. I do want to say you lighten my soul and you lighten my spirit, my body, by you tuning in, joining me at my tea table. It means ever so much to me. I enjoy listening to you, hearing from you. I enjoy being with you. I'm in deep gratitude. I love sharing my experiences and hearing yours. We are all in the world together, whatever the culture is, whatever part of the world you're in. It's so much fun to share. Share the recipes, share the colors share the magic. It's an experience that is so wonderful. So I'd like to take this moment and say thank you for being part of Stiletto Heels and thank you for joining me each week. And now we're going to do what? Cradle the navel. It's time to cradle the navel. Now, people ask me why. Well, once again, it's a reminder to some of you remember. I don't know, Denise, do you remember what that's all about? Well, below the navel is what? Water energy. And above the energy is the heart, right? Fire. Did you know artists don't paint the heart red? They paint it green, the everlasting. Yeah, it's like a tree that branches out. Isn't that a lovely metaphor? So we're going to take cradle the navel, take your thumb and fingers, put it together like a love knot, put it by your navel, and let's breathe in and breathe out. Let it go. We're mm. uncluttering. Mm. Once again, breathe in, breathe out. And we're going to do Sat-ta-na-ma. Sat-ta-na-ma. Once again, Sat-ta-na-ma. I'd like you to do that 11 times. And give yourself a pat on the back, being in gratitude 
to try new things, to go in different directions, allowing you to unclutter. Take that moment of gratitude to self. It is so very important. Until we meet next week, I want to say blessings. Mwah. Ciao.